This is the Last Call podcast with Chris Michaels. Dan, today we're going to take a break from COVID and election fraud, even though there are plenty of new stories coming out, including how Hunter Biden was hunting for women uh, through his cousin that he more than likely mm, slept with in a drug-fueled bender. So the FBI... And this is uh, who, oh yeah, we should really trust the FBI. Uh, This is from vault.fbi.gov. They released some data when it comes to UFOs and aliens and UAPs. The document declassified by the FBI states part of the disks, so flying saucers, carry crews. Others are under remote control and the bodies of the visitors and the craft also automatically materialize on entering the vibratory rate of our dense matter. Very important stuff, because if you're into metaphysics, and if you're into energy work like Reiki, then you understand that sentence better than anybody else. Because everything that we interact with, whether it's on a psychic level, on a physical level, everything has its own vibration. If you're here of the uh, the brown note, it is a certain note that's played at a certain frequency that makes everybody lose their bowels. Uh, the South Park did a fantastic episode on just such a thing. So anyway, that is the same kind of concept that we have going on here. So what happens is when there are certain beings that are vibrating on a, at a very, very high frequency and that are very aware and have what we would consider superhuman abilities, they're vibrating at such a level that we aren't, as humans, interacting with them on a physical level. What that means is is that their vibrations are moving so quickly, their cells or whatever it is are moving so quickly that we can't physically observe them. And that makes total sense because humans can only interact with 0.05%. 0.05% of all known energy, and that's mostly visible light and and sound. So you can only imagine how blind human beings are uh, overall. So it, it, most energy we don't even know about, and that's only the energy that we're aware of because there could be other energy, energetic frequencies that humans aren't aware of yet that we are interacting with on a very, very subtle level. Remember, during the 90s, it was, uh, oh, uh, human DNA is made up of 95% junk. We'll call that junk DNA. Yeah, okay, I really don't think that's the case, but, you know, they have to constantly beat down the human to make them appear as though they are not as significant as they really are. So these documents come from... Uh, basically numerous governments around the world, a lot of military officers, government officials, even astronauts are all talking about alien life and spacecraft. Now, this goes to, this correlates with what I've said in the past. Basically, it's not only extraterrestrial, it's also extra-dimensional. It's interdimensional. It's intra-dimensional. So we have things, we're interacting with people and beings on a constant, at a constant rate that we may not consciously be aware of. We could be interacting with people on a subconscious level, uh, and that makes total sense too. John, now here's where things get fishy. 
a lot of Democrats are constantly pushing for disclosure. John Podesta of Pizzagate fame, of WikiLeaks fame, uh, his brother, awful, awful, probable human trafficker. He's got disgusting art all over his home. They, Hillary Clinton, John Podesta, and there was another Democrat from Las Vegas. I can't remember his name. They constantly push for UFO disclosure. He said, and John Podesta was Barack Obama's right-hand man, Bill Clinton's high up in the Clinton uh, strata. He said that his biggest regret in 2014 was his failure to secure the disclosure of UFO files. And the time to pull the curtain back on this subject is long overdue. We have statements from the most credible sources, those in a position to know about a fantastic phenomenon, the nature of which is yet to be determined. Hillary Clinton said the same thing under Bill Clinton. Um, that other Democrat, I can't remember his name, uh, from Nevada, he said the same. They're all looking for disclosure. Why are all of these Democrats looking for disclosure? More than likely, uh, they want disclosure because that pushes along the agenda. And we spoke about this agenda the other day when we uh, brought up disclosure and UFOs and UAPs. Because once they do that, we now have to determine, because these, these beings, being that they vibrate on a different level, they can literally wink in and out of our fields of awareness. When they just want to vibrate uh, and go back, quote-unquote, home, they literally disappear. So what do we... And they can... Th that also... That also leads us down the road of potential what used to be called possession. Uh, also, it leads us down the road of um, basically uh, people, beings that could look like humans. Okay, so what are they going to do? Why do they want disclosure so bad? Because as soon as they do that, that means that we're going to have people that could look like humans but are in fact interdimensional, extra-dimensional, or extraterrestrial. So that leads us down the road and to another problem where we need to figure out who is who, who is human, and who isn't, which the only way to figure that one out is to, buy, is to put your DNA on file and make sure that you're tracked. Uh, so we need to take, we need to catalog the stock if you know what I mean. So, this FBI document continues. It was addressed to certain scientists of distinction, aeronautical and military authorities, and a number of public officials. The declassified document is in the form of a letter to the director of the FBI from the San Francisco office. And Lieutenant Kern and this document is from July 8th of 1947. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel, his name is redacted, uh, from San Francisco, advised today that he has no other information. It's all in Washington. The writer has a little expose. I can't. It's kind of kind of faded exposition that anything of import will be accompanied by this gesture. The more fact that the data herein uh, were obtained by so-called supernormal means is probably sufficient to ensure its disregard by nearly all the persons addressed. Nevertheless, it seems a public duty to make it available. So when he says supernormal means, obtained by so-called supernormal means, 
what that's that's a big mystery because we don't know what supernormal means actually means. Did they do some channeling? Were they coordinating with beings on another plane? What exactly does this person uh, expect us to to interpret that as? So, essentially, to sum all up that document, uh, which is about two or three pages, uh, we have the following. Parts of the disk carry crews, and others are under remote control. Their mission is peaceful. The visitors contemplate settling on this planet. These visitors are human-like, but much larger in size. Remember that one. They are not excarnate Earth people, but come from their own world, which means they didn't come from Earth, leave, and then come back. The disks possess some type of radiant energy. They do not come from any quote-unquote planet, as we would use the word, but from an etheric planet which interpenetrates with our own and is not perceptible to us, meaning that planet and those beings vibrate at such a level that they're literally moving through us and we don't even consciously recognize it. Next point, the bodies of the visitors and the craft also automatically materialize on entering the vibratory rate of our dense matter. They re-enter the etheric at will, the etheric being their own vibrational reality, and so simply disappear from our vision without a trace. The region they come from is not the astral plane, but corresponds to the lakas or talas, Students of esoteric matters will understand these terms. The Talas are in Kaziristan in Central Asia. And a lot of funny business goes on in that area. If you ever look at the newly rebuilt capital over there of, uh, I think it's Kazakhstan, it is a, uh, a Freemasonic wet dream. All of the symbolism is just oozing from this capital. And the creepiest thing about it is that it is? it was built and decked out for a population that does not exist yet. We would have to assume that the population is not living where they intended this capital yet. They're going to start emigrating people over, immigrating people over there and emigrating to there. But let's go back to that one point. These visitors are not, not a point, but a, 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 an observation. These visitors are human-like, but much, much larger in size. This goes back to what we spoke about with ancient Sumerian texts and the Bible and the apocryphal stories from the Bible, the book of Enoch, the book of Enoch, whatever you want to call it all talk about giants. They all talk about how giants came to Earth and either created mankind or enslaved mankind. And the the giants that came to Earth in the Bible basically raped and pillaged everything, whether that's trees, animals, humans. And the giants that uh, raped the humans... Uh, eventually gave birth to things like the Cyclops from ancient Greco-Roman mythology and other giants. The, the, you know, the giants that originally came down also interpreted as fallen angels. Now you know where Satan comes from, or, or I shouldn't say that, where you know Lucifer comes from, because Satans are actually, if you read the apocryphal stories, are actually a class of demons uh, or energetic beings, the jinns, 
Um, and they are not, Satan and Lucifer is not the same. Lucifer is his own entity. But now you know where fallen angels come from. Now, if you read the St. James, St. James, King James Bible, um, you only get really one reference to giants in Genesis. In those days, giants walked the earth. You can interpret uh, most of the Old Testament, where the Jews are around, uh, running around killing everybody, uh, doing God's will, that the people that they're killing are really the offspring of the giants that the flood did not take care of. Um, so that's, that's a lot of that story going on in there. Also, if you go back to Sumerian texts and things like that, uh, the gods came down to earth. They were mining gold. And now you know why gold is so valuable, because the gold is for the gods. That's why you go into Maya and Aztec and Olmec mythology, where the—not mythology, but history— where the conquistadors came across and they were asking, who's all this gold? Who owns all this gold? Where'd you get it from? And they all said the same thing. It's not ours. It's for the gods. The, all, the gods own the gold because the gods are trying to mine gold uh, to bring back to their own planet. And so all of the gods are actually giants. So this perfectly correlates to the history of mankind that we're being told doesn't exist. And now the FBI, now this document is old, so you have to assume that the technology to take E.T. home exists. Uh, so we can only imagine what's going on, because this, these documents are almost 100 years old, 1947. So if they knew all of this stuff back then, what do they know now? And that's where I'm going to leave it. This is The Last Call with Chris Michaels, another week in the can. Feel free to like, feel free to share. Let's get me out there more often. Enjoy your weekend, and I will be back next week, of course, with more riveting brilliance.